Did the Cowboys make us all believers and make Daniel Jones look like Davy Jones? Did Bijan Robinson look good enough to justify Ando drafting him on two different fantasy football teams? <laughs> Will this entire podcast be one giant therapy session? Oh. Find out right now on Around the Couch. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back. And I just want to give a special shout out to my main Jet fan, Manny. I love you. We'll make it through this season. And uh, everyone else, hopefully you'll make it through this podcast. You're listening to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at dvrpodcast.com. Head on over to that website and also become a patron. Support the podcast at patreon.com slash DVR and get this and other podcasts early, ad-free. And we got a ton of exclusive pods that we only ever put up on the Patreon over there, too. Um, I'm Axel. That was Andy. We got Brett. Brett's with us. How you doing, Brett? I'm doing great. How is everybody doing? Well, I'm fucking upset. Okay, Brett. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, let's get right that. into it. Um, yeah, let's just, I mean, come on guys. Could there be a more, I want to go back and get the audio, but I'm pretty sure that when I switched over from my, I don't want them to get Aaron Rodgers to I'm fully in. I love this guy. He is my hero. I said something like, he's probably going to get a season-ending injury on the first drive. And uh, that's what happened. Torn Achilles, Ugh. he's out. It was, it was, I was in utter shock the whole night. I want to say thank you to you two. Thank you to Heath. Thank you to all my football friends, friends of, from, from years past. Re so many people literally reached out to me and they were like, you're doing okay, man. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was, I don't know. It was, it's rough guys. I, I don't know. Do you have anything? How, how was, uh, were you all watching live when it happened or what, are, what are your, some of your, you know, I just think it's terrible. So do you have anything? I was just in, I was in a meeting at the time, so I didn't see the very beginning of the game. But I had my phone on silent, and all of a sudden, like, six text messages came through all at the same time. And it was like, oh, my God, and oh, shit, all this just – and I'm like, what happened? And so I got the live news from Solo because I think you were in shock. You couldn't even respond is my guess. Oh. I just – I couldn't – I couldn't believe – it still doesn't seem real. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was also in a meeting with my three-year-old son called Bedtime. <laughs> and uh, so I, I – Usually don't get to watch the primetime games live from the <clears throat> from the kickoff, but my reaction was, uh, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" Yeah, just all this build up. You got the hard knocks. That I mean, it was the perfect marriage. It was, and you know, I'm not even a Jets fan, and I just, I just can't, I just can't fucking believe it. It's just, it, yeah, it's hard to process. Well, it was kind of a double. Um, deja vu because this injury was eerily similar to the second quarter of the first game in 1999 I believe it was when Vinny Testaverde tore his Achilles and everyone thought the Jets were playoff bound then it became the Monday Night Miracle part two where they actually won the game so how do I react to that right I turned the game off with like 10 minutes to go because Lachlan got home from his first Cub Scout meeting. 
It was time for him to get to bed. And I just said, I need to fucking chill, right? Like, I'm just going to watch some Real Housewives of New York, which, by the way, is wonderful. Um, <laughs> Gina and I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I'll, hopefully, I'll have Ron again to talk about it. Um, not that she's listening to this podcast because she's not. But, um, Probably not. <laughs> no, but she is a patron. Thank you, Gina. Uh, anyway, and then I didn't get back to it until much later in the night. And by that time, I think I was in a better frame of mind to accept the win, you know? Um, I mean, look, it's just football. It's a violent game. Injuries happen all the time. We've been talking about how nobody plays in the preseason, right? Um, and yeah. he play. I mean, I'll always have that one drive when he threw that touchdown to Garrett Wilson. That was awesome. Maybe he'll come back next year. Different people say different. Th I mean, Testa Verde came back. There's a lot of, you can come back from this, right? But he's going to be 40 years old by that time, right? Or 41. So who knows? For this season, um, I just hope they get someone other than Zach Wilson. Because even though they won that game last night, I was right. The defense won the game. The special teams won the game. They rattled Josh Allen, who's amazing, but took way too many chances. We had the amazing uh, kick return from Gibson, who we all knew from hard knocks. And um, Zach Wilson threw three good passes, and one of them was by accident as he was falling. So, <laughs> Oh, poor Zach. They better get some. He sucks. I'm sorry. It's over. The experiment's he over. Does. So would you be in favor of them trading some more draft capital to bring in another quarterback? Uh, at this point, I don't know. You know, a little thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, but of course all the Jets podcasts are talking about it, is that we now get our first round pick back. Because if Aaron Rodgers played 65% of the games, we, we forfeited a first round pick to the oh, Packers. That's a nice bonus, right. at least. Exactly. And this is going to be a great draft for quarterbacks coming up. So my hope is that they buy somebody, convince somebody to come out of retirement, um, make it be 12. Yeah. I, you know what? Fuck it, man. I mean, <laughs> that's like Satan coming to play fucking quarterback for the Jets, but I'll take it at this point. Hey, make the deal with the devil. Just do it. It couldn't get any. This is like when Trump was elected. It couldn't get any fucking crazier, right? Like, well, the, the thing is, like, I watched, I just didn't see the first quarter. I watched the rest of the game, and that defense is definitely a top three defense. They're better than amazing. they were last year. I mean, Buffalo offense is not exactly a shitty offense. And they made Josh Allen look like Zach Wilson last night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are, and they still have Brees Hall and Cook. They can control the ball. Just uh, yeah. if I were them, I would try and go land a quarterback that's at least a average or slightly above average they could still do some really good things with that defense yeah i agree i mean they're, they're still a solid team and uh you know all you got to do is squeak into the playoffs and then that's that's a new life there so how do you get there find somebody other than zach wilson i know matt ryan's name has been thrown around if y'all got matt ryan y'all would be immediately my super bowl favorites i just gotta say I'm I'm for um, that's uh, uh, honestly but, at this point, Brett. That's my number one guy that I hope they can lure him 
He's calling uh, he's games not. now, right? Yeah, yeah. He he's, he's reiterated that he's not retired, and he's still getting paid by the Colts. So I think, I think it would have to be a trade um, with the Colts if you wanted him. Yeah, for what, like a fifth <clears> round? But, They're not um, going to, you know. I, well, actually, he well he's not on the roster. So how, how does that work? I don't know if I don't know how because you're I trading he's still rights. Getting paid by the Colts. Yeah, you're trading rights. But, you could that can be done. Yeah, so you trade trade rights. Yeah, yeah. you're just trading his I, contract. I'm still one. I'm still someone who believes that Tom Brady will play again later this year, probably. I'm not sure if he's ready to come back right now, but I'm thinking he's, he's going to get the itch before the end of the season and start looking around somewhere. Well, um, let me tell you, he'd be uh, honestly now. I mean, look, I just, I need to take one second to say this. Um, I am just, I'm less sad about, potential to win the Super Bowl or any of that, you know, about the journey. And I'm just sad that I'm not going to get to see a fun game. I said to, I was talking to a hustler, Aaron, for those of you who don't know today. And I said to him, you know, Aaron, I've been watching a sad comedy for the past 20 years. And I finally had the opportunity to watch an amazing action adventure. And it was taken away, but I still could get that if we just had a quarterback like a Tom Brady or like a maybe a Matt Ryan or not Joe Flacco who can just give the ball to Brees and Dalvin and Garrett Wilson and you know chuck one up to Lazard right that, that if they could they could do well with that defense uh, my friend well, Jerry in our fantasy chat in our fantasy group chat here I think Hustler threw out the name Matt Stafford that would be a that would be pretty intriguing yeah, that would be great yeah, yeah. Either Matt, I'm okay with. That's an older <laughs> guy who can just stand back there, right, and and be smart about it. But I heard somebody I mean, say to um, try to trade for Trubisky, and I was like, please, Jesus, no. Oh God, no. <laughs> no, that's worse than Zach. Well, I'd rather have Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just I feel mostly bad for Garrett Wilson because I feel like. Brees is transcendent, and we saw that last night. That was fucking amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. come on. He was the best running back in the NFL. And yeah. is not, he's the best running back in the NFL. I can say that confidently. He is. Pure running. He's fucking amazing. It's like he's just picking holes. He, he looked like Le'Veon Bell in his prime with that fucking run. But Garrett Wilson needs somebody to throw him the ball. That catch he made was fucking amazing. The throw was yeah. terrible. Yeah, I think Garrett Wilson can be that transcendent player, yeah. but you're right. He he needs he some needs help. Somebody. He can't do it by yeah. himself. That's why I feel bad. He could have had 1,800 yards this season, man. He could have been like Tyreek killing it out there. He's crazy good. But um, all right, let's let's move past the Jets. We'll get to them when we get to our picks. See how we think they're going to be doing. But, uh, Andy, why don't you give us our overall week one results from our picks last week? Like I said before we went on the air, do I really have to do this part? Because <laughs> I, uh, I, nothing like starting, feel better. Yeah, nothing like, so that's true. Nothing like starting behind the eight ball. I finished dead last, and I just, I think every game, I picked two or three games where I was the only one, and I lost every one of those on Reva Island by myself. I finished seven and nine. Uh, 
Solo and Brett finished both at 10 and 6, and Axel won the week at 12 and 4. All right, all right. I'm already two games ahead, baby. I like that shit. Oh, and I should also issue in a correction. Last week, I I misinterpreted some things from Solo. He actually did take the Lions and not the Chiefs. Okay. I I said the Chiefs on air, I believe. He did take the Lions, which ended up being a nice pick for him, so... All right. Anyways, back to your celebration, Axel. No, that's I'm just and hey, ten and six isn't bad. I think anytime you're and even seven and nine, anytime you're at or near five hundred with your picks for the week, that's actually pretty good. That's how I kind of see it. And there was a lot of very close games too, because there's yeah. let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six games all within five points or seven games, I think, all with under five points and under. That's yep. it's hard to pick those games sometimes. Yep, and ending with the overtime. I know the, uh, I'll go ahead and say the Colts and Jags game. <clears throat> Was it Richardson uh, went down on, on the two yard line? He had to be taken out of the game, like with yep. less with like a minute left. They're gonna they're gonna score a touchdown and then go for an onside kick there, and it's gonna be a three point game. Except. Minshew or what's his face backup came in and <laughs> went two and out three and out for three plays zero yards game over so they lose by 10 instead of by three otherwise i would have been the only one to get the uh the the colts cover on that one so i'm a little bit about that one but. that would have tied you with axel too because he would have fell to 11 and 5 yeah so close there was another game too i think where there was a two-point conversion that was missed wasn't there and it screwed up something can't remember who that was. The Giants. That was game, the Saints. Maybe? Saints of the Titans. There we go. Yeah, and we all had the Titans in that one, I think. So it wouldn't have yeah. affected our standings. But okay. The Titans uh, kicked a field goal down by four with like two and a half minutes left or something, and they never got the ball back. So they <laughs> that kind of backfired on them. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. And the only one I got that no one else got was the Forty ers you all took the Steelers. That game. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes into that game, I'm thinking, why in the hell did I take the Steelers? Yeah. That's always fun. At 12, 10 minutes after kickoff, and you're already regretting your picks. Yeah, the um that game was that was that was done before it was done. And actually, I was just listening to the great Peacock and Williamson. I love that locked on NFL podcast. And uh Williamson was saying that they believe that um Pickett suffered like maybe a slight concussion during the game. And and I'm like, I don't know, he better have suffered a slight concussion during the game because he was terrible. And the but the 49ers, they look amazing, man. They I have to say, I know that the Dallas Cowboys had a 40-nothing romp over the Giants, which always makes me happy, even though I do like Danny Dimes from Duke. Um but the 49ers, for me, are definitely number one on the power rankings coming out of this weekend. Would you guys agree with me? I think, I, you know, I saw about half of that 49ers game, and I saw most of the Cowboys game. I think I would still put the Cowboys over the 49ers. That, I thought the Cowboys were so freaking impressive, and it was, it was like the Giants were playing in slow motion, I thought. I mean, the 49ers were very impressive, too, but... I think I don't. It's close. I think they they at least they appear to be the two best teams, or at least right yeah. now. I think either way. Yeah, not a good weekend. I would probably put oh, the 49ers. Yeah, Brett. Ahead. 
See, yeah. I should have just waited for Brett to agree with me. Because <laughs> their offense is better, I think, than the Dallas offense. I'm sorry, Dak. I got. I should not have taken him in fantasy. What was I fucking thinking? That guy threw for like 90 yards. And I, I don't know, man. But the thing is, he didn't yeah. need to because they were up so yeah, quick. They I didn't, know. That's true. They That's were kind of. So, I mean. I don't. I mean, put it this way: Would you rather if you were if you were starting a team? Would you take Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott? I'd take Dak. Ah, uh, that's probably. And I wouldn't even true. think. Yeah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. Well, Purdy's pretty damn good, man. I think he's got a lot more weapons than Dak does, but I'd ta- yeah. I'd I would still take Dak over Purdy. That's just me, though. Yeah, everybody. Thought- I'm not sure if I would. Mm-hmm. Okay, AI has spoken. Um, <laughs> this one- I like a little disagreement. This is nice. Yeah. Uh, the you know for me, the Forty ers game was a lot like the Packers Bears game, where, I mean, the Packers Bears game was closer in the first half, but it's like the second half the Packers just took off, right? Like they all of a sudden dis- discovered they're like, hey, do you know there's a guy named Aaron Jones on this team? And then they just kept feeding him the ball, and he was amazing. And then McCaffrey did the same thing when the Steelers scored before the half, and then the, the 49ers are coming out with the ball. They're like, oh, maybe the Steelers can stop them. Maybe they can get back into the game. But no, McCaffrey just takes off and rips off that amazing run, which reminded me a lot of Brees' run, though I think Brees' run was a bit better. Um, that's just me. I'm a Jets fan. That, the but, thing about the Cowboys game that impressed me so much is that it was just like when they got that lead and Parsons, I think Parsons, I think was the best defensive player I saw all week. I mean, he just, he was like kind of playing on a different level, even from last year. I thought, I don't know. It's something about that team just passed the eye test even more than the 49ers. Not that the 49ers are bad. I mean, it's, it'll be a hell of a game when they eventually play each other, but yeah. I don't know. Well, let's look at the uh, conferences. The Chiefs lost, the Bengals lost, the Bills lost, and guess what? The Eagles won, the 49ers won, and our uh, our other, what was the other? Oh, and the Cowboys won, right? So mm-hmm. yep. here we have everybody talk about how great the AFC is. Maybe NFC's kind of taking it back this year and saying like, Hold hold my beer. Aaron Rodgers ain't walking through that door, folks. This is well, the, the Pats, NFC. The Pats came way closer than yeah. I thought to beating the Eagles there. Uh, the, that game got really tight in the fourth quarter. That's another one that almost went my way because <laughs> Patriots oh, yeah. had the ball at the end of the game down by five. He, it was, the line was Eagles minus four. They obviously had to go for a touchdown there. Um, so that's another one that I was by myself there, uh, picking the Patriots plus four, but the Eagles, I mean, they looked okay. I still Mm -hmm. think they're a really good team. Um, not nearly as impressive as the Cowboys or 49ers. No. Yeah. And that one's hard though, because that's Belichick, right? And he had all that time to prepare for the team and the Eagles, like we talked about new offensive and defensive coordinators, They've had some change on the defense, right? So I think it might take them a little time, but they didn't look awful. You know, I think the Pats just maybe were a bit better than people thought. And maybe they, as Bill Simmons would convince everyone, the Pats are good this year. 
Um, I don't know about that. But yeah, what until we, they get blown out, and then he's completely off yeah, the bandwagon and says they're terrible. Of course, Mac. The the thing that I still so you mentioned it briefly. The Chiefs. I mean, even though they, I still don't know how good the Lions are because the Chiefs agree are like two. Tony drops away from winning that game without their best defensive player and their second best offensive player. Yeah. I'm not ready yep. to throw the chiefs out yet either. Cause Agreed. that's Cause if, if Tony catches those two or three drop passes, he has, they win that game easy. He lost that game. There is absolutely yeah. look, what could patch. It's just like Garrett Wilson can't catch a ball. That's not thrown to him. Patrick Mahomes can't catch a ball that he throws. Exactly right. The- <laughs> Tony lost that game for them, and they should have cut it. Did they cut his fucking ass? They should have cut his ass. After- they should. At least you know. At least the Giants fans had one fun thing because I'm sure they were loving the fact that they don't. They they were watching that game. But yeah, I, I, after trading was, Tony last year. But yeah. yeah, that was just. I Mahomes had to just be pulling his hair out, especially because he probably. I think somebody. I think it was at Simmons or somebody saying that. Especially watching that Dolphins game and seeing what Tyreek Hill did this weekend. Oh, man. Now, the Chiefs are going to get everybody back, so this is going to be a different story. But that mm-hmm. was the best. To me, this was the game of the week, was the Dolphins at the Chargers. The Dolphins won 36-34, came down to the, right down to the end. Chargers could have won this game. But that's the, you know, Chargers are like up and down. I picked them. The, the the only, Chargers, wait, that's Andy. the team motto. They could have yeah. won this game. They could have. Oh, Andy's the only one who picked the Chargers. At yeah, gotta. But um, we got the Dolph. <laughs> that was amazing, man. I might have to. You know, I got um, Lachlan a Dan Marino jersey for his birthday, and nice. uh, he was wearing it while he was watching this game. And then he came home from school. Um, uh, what was it yesterday or today? It was today, and he's like. Dad, I'm all about football. Everybody at school was talking about football. Um, so he's getting into the Dolphins, and I might be, you know, now that A-Rod, my man, is gone, I fuck Zach Wilson, I, I'm, my heart is a little broken. Maybe I'm going to have to become a Tua to Tyreek fan, man, because th- that's just so much fun to watch. I mean, I still think that Tua is crazy to be playing, and he, he could be get knocked out at any point. And I'm not so sure he's a great quarterback, but man, he is so fun to watch. That game was really, really fun. Who is the favorite to win the AFC East now after week one? I wonder. It's got to be the Dolphins. Biggest favorite. Is it the Dolphins? I think it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, as long as Tua stays healthy, I think they're the obvious favorite. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know what the actual line is, but. I, I unfortunately didn't see hardly any of that Dolphins game, but I mean, last year Tua was awesome when he was healthy. I mean, with those two receivers, I don't think he can, and he's got enough athletic ability with those two receivers. He's going to be great. It's I think the key there, just like last year, is if he stays healthy. Okay, I don't know when this was done, but it is now Dolphins, Bills, Jets, Patriots. Hmm. It's Dolphins. Okay. Well, they have all the odds, so about so it's hard to say you know what they're putting it at but it's like one plus 140 for the dolphins plus 145 for the bills plus 550 jets plus 900 pats so the bills and the dolphins are in there in a as they uh, this that seems correct to me. i actually i might put the patriots in front of the jets but the jets have such a good defense at this point and a but, good running game i yeah. think that's 
That's well, a recipe for success. I can they're going to win some games just because true. of the running and the defense. That's true. I I I, the, I have to remember. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for making me feel good for a second about the Jets. Well, it's that's what I say. It's all and it's not like you're. I guess part. the Rodgers thing sucks. It's not like you're losing MVP Aaron Rodgers here. Well, that's well, we don't know that though. We don't know. Well, yeah, we'll I, never know. I still think the Jets are making the playoffs. I I'll say I, it. God, I'll say I it right here. Right. I hope you're right, fellas. I really hope you're right. Well, let's talk about your teams. Um, we don't have much to say. Does, does Solo have anything to say about how the Cowboys completely dominated? the? I mean, there's not much to say. What did we say he was going to say? Yeah, he, they, they, he, he didn't send it. anything regarding that game. Cause I think, what did I say beforehand? They're pretty fucking good yeah. or something along those there lines. I think that's all that needs to be said. The Cowboys look like a Super Bowl contender in week one. I still got questions about that offense, though. I'm going to tell you, folks, they did not win that. That was defense and special teams yeah. won that mm-hmm. game. But I still think they've got, I mean, they got Pollard. They got C.D. Lamb. They've got some guys that can make plays. And True. I don't know. Let's see. It's, it, it, I guess it depends on what Dak can do, I guess. We'll see. I hope he does better for my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> you know, before we get to our teams, I was going to ask you guys something. What do you guys do? You think Josh Allen was that a product of the Jets' defense being that great, or is this another game? Because Allen had a bunch of them last year too, where he was he made some really not good throws and fumbles at the wrong time. And if if Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins played the way Allen did last night, they would be getting savaged. But Allen, it seems like he has this. I mean, I still like Josh Allen, but is he is he did he just run into a buzzsaw last night, or what are you guys' opinions on Josh Allen right now? I think he's trending down right now. I'm a little worried about him. Um, that was that was kind of my thoughts as well. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I think that this is Josh Allen. I think that the Jets did a lot of like disguise shit, right, to make him feel more comfortable, to kind of bait him into throwing. Um, I think that he can come back next week and run for like a 60 yard touchdown and like fucking knock five guys out while he does it. And then throw for like three touchdowns because I just, I don't know. I just think, I think it's a a little bit of both. I think he is careless and I don't know, man, that's who he is. He doesn't seem to be changing. They don't seem to be telling him not to do it. (laughs) I mean, like, so Uh, or else he wouldn't have done it immediately. Uh, so I mean, I don't know. A little I bit do. of that Brett Favre, where he's gonna yeah, he's gonna cost that's exactly you what I was. That's exactly so, what I was gonna say. He's got that Brett Favre gunslinger thing with he's him for like sure. Brett Favre on steroids is what he is, right? Like he got that Captain America potion, the serum, yeah, the super soldier the super serum. Super yeah, soldier Favre, serum. But, yeah, but he can run. Yeah. yeah, Brett Favre picked the wrong beer out of the fridge, and it was the super soldier serum, and he became Josh <laughs> Allen. Yeah, I love Josh <laughs> Allen, man. I, that's why I can't hate on the Bills. Like, I was watching that game. I just don't have... If that was the Patriots, I would have been, like, crying. And so, and if we can beat the Patriots this year, please, that would be make me so happy. But um, he's just he's yeah, I still else, actually, man. I still like the Bills. I want the I want the Bills to be good. I, they're yeah. one of my favorite teams. They always have been. Yeah, I want yeah. them. I'm just a little I'm just a little concerned about Allen. Yeah, yeah. And by the I'm way, I'm losing a little bit of oh. trust. I still think he has it in him to be. You know, I think still think he's probably a top five quarterback in the league. But well, I can't. I mean, I can't call him number one. I mean, he's just 
He's mm. a little careless. It was good to see their cook, the little baby brother cook, um, do so well. James. Yeah, it's yep. good to know. You know, that is something Georgia that boy. he should be relying on more, right? And they should be integrating more. Um, so we'll see. But also, uh, I want to give a shout out to Kellum, too. I know that was a weird one. But, hey, you got a future, Kellum. The, uh, the, that was a hard. And it's also, we, we got to remind, too, divisional games, right? Like, it's, that's a yeah. divisional game. The, the Jets and the Bills know each other. They're brothers. It's, that's a civil war. That's like, and it is New York. But it's a it's just a different animal you know we'll see how we feel they're going to do next week but why don't we talk about your falcons tell us about that game brett well it was a w so it's hard to complain but i will because i'm a fanatic (laughs) i I try i try to approach my team without bias but you know how that goes i mean the offense did not look good uh I, I, at the same time, Andy was texting how how rusty his Vikings looked. I was feeling the exact same way because, like, through that first half, at one point, I think Desmond Ritter was five for five for zero yards, which is what? almost impossible. <laughs> the first the first play of the game was a pass deflected that he caught and for negative six yards. <laughs> so <laughs> right off the bat, it's like, hey, how about? You just bat that ball down and go to second down and 10. But, I mean, that's a product of just not playing in the preseason at all. I mean, he did play one drive in the second preseason game, but that's it. He should have been taking snaps every single game. But, as it were, our running game looked pretty good. Um, Pitts had a really nice catch in the fourth quarter, our last touchdown drive that kind of – got Ritter's stats uh, it put him over 100 yards passing I think so he finished his stat line was like 15 for 18 for 130 yards or something like that so the stats look great but he did not look good it was very sloppy very rusty Tyler Argiers was amazing though he um I think he averaged like five yards a carry uh Bijan looked really good uh he had a nice touchdown uh, I think that was the first quarter. That was early on our second quarter. Um, so the running game looks good. Ritter looks like a work in progress. And this game was really won by the defense. Um, we got Jesse Bates in the offseason. We had a ton of cap space this year, so we, we got six new defensive starters. Uh, Bates had two interceptions and a forced fumble. And that was the ball game right there. Uh, without those turnovers, we probably would have been blown out. Um, but that, that gave us some short fields to work with. We ended up winning 24 to 10. Um, Bryce Young looked like a rookie for sure. He, he threw two picks where he just didn't see Bates at all. Uh, you know, he was just, Bates was just camping out watching his eyes and, and jumped in front of the route both times. So, uh, but, but other than that, I mean, the Panthers were moving the ball a little bit. It's just, uh, they had a turnover bug and, um, you know, I'll, I'll take it. You know, it's, it's game one. It's, 
it's a lot better to fix your mistakes after a win than a loss, which Andy, I'm sure we'll get to in a second. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's hard. It's the first time the Falcons have been over 500 since 2017, Whoa. by the way, because wow. they've, they've lost <laughs> they've lost six <laughs> consecutive opening day games and they have never uh, gotten back over 500. They were at 500 games. a few times last year, weren't they? Yeah, they they came close last year a few times to finally getting over the hump there, but that was a funny stat. Um, <laughs> first time over five hundred in six years. <laughs> wow, I shouldn't laugh. Oh, that's kind <laughs> of should. a hilarious stat, though. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> that was the last time we made the playoffs, too. So you know, maybe that's a sign of good things. Yeah, yeah. baby, this is it. Well, the uh, I'm I'm glad that the Vikings finally decided to play their first preseason game in Week One of the regular season. Yeah, mm-hmm. it uh, this this was uh, about the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. It was so sloppy. It was I blame it a hundred. I mean, there's plenty of Vikings fans that are blaming the performance on a bad offensive line or all this other things, but it was 100 percent no starters taking any. The Vikings should have won this game by three touchdowns. They had three turnovers. One of them was a interception on like the two yard line where Cousins threw it slightly behind KJ Osborne, I think it was, but Osborne could have easily knocked it out of there. It was an out of sync type of play. Another play where Cousins fumbled because the right guard on the snap stuck his hand out and knocked the ball out of on the exchange from the center, knocked the ball away from Cousins. I mean, it was one thing after another. There was third down penalties. It was yeah, the three penalties to zero. I mean, on paper, a lot of it looked pretty good. Cousins three forty four, Jefferson nine for one fifty. Jefferson looked great. Jordan Addison looked great. I mean, they. It was just stupid, stupid mistakes. It was oh god. the 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 defense actually looked very impressive in the first half. Like last year, they had the least amount of blitzing in the league, I think. And this year, they're by far number one with Brian Flores' new schemes. But they kind of ran out of gas in the second half and let Baker Mayfield actually play well, which is not a good sign, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm more depressed that the, that they lost the game that they should have won because it was just pure sloppiness. It was bad enough where, I mean, not as the sad thing is, is I lost and I still feel better. I think than you do Axel, but I, after the, after the Vikings game, I had to go outside. I missed the first half of most of the late games. Cause I had to go outside with Luke and play catch just to cleanse myself and get some breath there. Cause it was, it was just disappointing all around. I don't I don't have much else to say besides just rant and rave about how piss poor the team played and how sloppy. A game that they should have won. The Vikings have a hard schedule this year. This was a game they needed to win and it's I don't it's I don't know. I'm I'm very down on the Vikings at this point. What do you think, Ando, about the Vikings winning so many close games last year and then starting off by losing a close game this year? You know that part I don't think bothered me so much that with the close line. I mean that that had to it had to happen. I mean that you can't sustain that kind of thing. You never can. It was it was more and I mean they did have a chance to win this thing at the end. They just couldn't. You mean you can't convert every time? It, to, to me the thing that was just upsetting, like I say, is the mistakes, the stupid mistakes, and it and it's I don't it's things like I said third down false starts on third and long long for the bucks and it gives them a first down or like I said the the right guard putting his hand in between the center quarterback snap that's the kind of crap you should be working out in the preseason 
not in the first week of the season, especially on one of your most winnable games, at least what appears to be one of your most winnable games. I mean, the Bucks' defense actually did play pretty decent. I thought they looked not not terrible, but that offense wasn't anything special. I mean, so I don't know. It's I say it's more frustration. I'm not ready to throw in the towel because I think this team's still going to win some games that they probably shouldn't. But it was, like I said, sloppy, a classic case of playing down to your opponent. It's, at least that's what it felt like. I mean, they also had some injuries on the offensive line, which didn't help anything. And the rushing game was almost non-existent. I mean, 40 yards rushing. That's not a recipe for winning most games either. So I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm just kind of I'm down on the team, but I'm not. I don't know. The close game thing doesn't really bother me. And I guess it's 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 I can't think of what after so many last year, maybe we just used them all up for three or four years. So maybe yeah. we don't win another close <laughs> game for a while. Oh, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's just yeah. some years it goes with you and some years it doesn't. I didn't get a chance to watch this game now with the cool with uh the Sunday ticket for YouTube. I have an opportunity that kind of tapes everything so I can go back and watch things. Um I'm going to check. I might want to check a little of this out. It looks like Justin Jefferson still did pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. he had, he looked real, real I mean, he looked, yeah, he looked 15 in season four. It was, it was kind of under the radar because there was no big touchdowns, but he looked great. And like I say, Jordan Addison looked real, real good. His touchdown was a great throw by Cousins and a great route and a catch. He's going to be good. Hawkinson, even though he only had 35 yards, had eight catches and they, he, he played well. I mean, there was a lot of, one of the frustrating things, it was a lot of play calling that was like, a preseason game. There was a lot of screens to the fullback and the backup tight end, Josh Oliver, little out screen passes to the quarterback to, to like the fourth and fifth option. Instead of you've got Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson, and Osborne who are all high quality receivers. And it was, I get spreading the ball around, but there was a lot like CJ Ham, two catches, seven yards, Madison, three catches, 10 yards. I mean, a lot of that kind of dump passes that were like, yeah, I don't I'm know. Looking at Hawkinson, Eight catches for 35 yards. Yeah, and a lot of those were on third down for short yards. So, I mean, they actually made sense in the flow of the game. It just kind of it looks weird on the stat line, but yeah. there was still, yeah, I'd say a lot of just not very aggressive play calling besides a few deep ball, a couple of deep balls to Addison or Jefferson. But you'd think with those kind of guys, you'd be more aggressive and push the field. I mean, Cousins can throw the ball. That's never been an issue for him, so – I don't know. It was just some very conservative play calling at times, which was strange for this offense. So, Okay. All right. Well, we got a win for the Jets. We got a win for the Cowboys. We got a win for the Falcons. We got a loss for the Vikings. I'm last place on my picks and my teams for our our teams. We got sad (laughs) and no this week on the podcast. But, hey, you know what? I was uh, reading an article about the New York Jets just before we started recording. And um, so what, what's going to happen, Aaron Rodgers and everything? And I thought to myself, today's Tuesday. Hey, guess what? We got another slate of games that start on Thursday, baby. We got to keep going. That's what the NFL, this season doesn't stop for anyone. This season doesn't stop for Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't stop for Heath Solo watching on an iPad in a hot kitchen in the Czech Republic. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It keeps going. And that's what we're going to go. So let's do it, baby. Let's talk Vikes and Eagles. Thursday night football. Oh, yeah. Definitely doesn't stop for the Vikings. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. All right. I'm up. You want to intro this one, Ando? Yeah, we got Vikings going to Philadelphia, which has historically been a house of horrors for the Vikings over the last four or five years. So 
Yeah, Thursday night, Eagles are favored by six and a half. And since Axel won the week, you are going first. Um, six and a half points. Yeah, as we said, the Eagles, uh, everybody's getting it together, right? It really was the maybe the first, the last week of preseason. I don't know, or the first week. I don't know what we're going to say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know, man. Look, the Vikings offense did well. Eagles have a good defense, but I don't I just feel like this is just a crazy year. So, you know, I don't know if the Vikings are going to win, but I don't think the Eagles are going to win by six and a half. So I'm picking the Vikings. Brett, you, since you finished in second, you are up now. Well, tied with solo, but you're going to, you are <laughs> well, I'll go you before solo. You know, I I feel like this line should be larger. Um, so I'm wondering if if you know Vegas knows something that I don't. I really want to go with the Vikings here because I I feel like everyone overreacts to Week One, and so all the all the teams that lost Week One are going to be underdogs, and all the teams that won Week One are going to be favorites, and I think it's a little inflated. But I'm going to go against that philosophy because I think the Eagles do win by a touchdown. Okay, Solo says, I'll be rooting hard for the Vikes. Eagles are going down. Give me the Vikes and the points. Oh, God, I don't. This one's tough for me, obviously. I'm going to stick with the Vikes for one more week because I, I, I saw enough signs of hope that they get if they get their stupid mistakes figured out. They can they can at least keep it close. And I like say I think they still got the skilled players there to keep it close. I'll probably be proven wrong, but I'm going to ride the Vikes for one more week and see what happens. Next up, Brett, you can tell us about the Chiefs going to Jacksonville. Chiefs are favored by three on the road. Ooh, well. The Chiefs have difficult covering, uh, difficulty covering, and uh, the Jags look well. They looked good in that fourth quarter against the Colts. Looked kind of sluggish in the first three quarters. Uh, I'm I'm going to go with the Chiefs minus three. Hey, Solo says the Chiefs can't go zero and two. Jags will be up for this game. Andy Reid versus Doug Peterson, coach and pupil. Who cares? Give me the Jags. So, Solo is taking the Jags. <laughs> Who cares? That, that Who cares? comment was kind of all over the place. I went for a ride on that. It's a hot. His his. It's going to his head in that kitchen in the Czech Republic. Yeah, I'm telling say, you right yeah now. I think you're right. He's watching those soap <laughs> operas with Renata, and he's like, "What's going on? I don't know what's happening to me." Solo, go go take a walk outside, get a little fresh air, buddy. You might need it. I'm I'm also going to take the Jags. I am done with the Chiefs screwing me over and not covering, which means they will cover, but I'm taking the Jags. Okay, well, last week I was the guy who said the Chiefs don't cover, but I think with Jones coming back and Kelsey coming back, or is Kelsey? Kel- they say Kelsey's coming back, right? I don't think it's been confirmed. Fuck. If you, if you said, count commercials, he's coming back. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Him Jones, in prime time. Uh, the defensive guy, Jones, did, re- did yeah, sign Yeah, Jones today, is though. coming back. Um, 
I don't know, man. I got to take the Chiefs on this one. I think that they 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 ain't losing two in a row, and I don't think that the Jags are solid enough. I think that Mahomes is gonna Mahomey this one. That's my deep insight solo. <laughs> Next up, we have the Seahawks at the Lions. The Lions are favored by five and a half. Which seems like a lot to me, but let's see what Solo says. He said, the Lions have extra wrecks. The Hawks stumbled last week, but I have a feeling they keep it close. He takes the Seahawks and the points. Okay. You know, I five and a half points is an awful lot. I don't think, I think the Lions hit, hit like I said, they shouldn't have won that game against the Chiefs. And I think the Seahawks played a lot worse than what they should have. I I'm taking the Seahawks and the points here, too. Who is it? It's my turn. Yes. Um, Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Seahawks went down to the resurgent Rams. Um, And, you know, a lot of people have been talking about how my man Gino really wasn't that great the last five or six games of the year last year do i believe in the lions not really the chiefs lost that game five and a half points is a lot i'm taking the seahawks brett are you there yeah i'm here man (laughs) i was gonna take the seahawks but now i'm thinking this is a one o'clock start right Eastern yep, this is an early game. This is a 10 a.m. body time kickoff for the Seahawks. And they really didn't look very good against the Rams. The Lions didn't look great against the Chiefs. But they do have some extra rest. Man, AI but coming up with I just data. think they're overrated. I think the Lions are overrated. I think the line is too high, but for some reason, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna go with the Lions minus five and a half. Ooh, setting himself up to win the week sounds like it to me. <laughs> Let's see. The Chargers are going to Tennessee. The Chargers are favored by three, and I'm, I foolishly took the Chargers last week, but I'm gonna take them again. I think they've just got too much firepower to not, to not beat this Titans team, which I don't think is real good. I don't. I'm. I'm taking the Chargers. Ooh, baby. Axel, I. I think that the Chargers are definitely good enough to beat this Titans team, who didn't seem to want to give the ball to Derrick Henry anymore. Maybe that's just a kind of a philosophy of saving him. But I don't. I think they're still going to be saving him. I think the Chargers are super fun to watch. And Bobby A. Bear Jr. is really fun too, and and Eckler, whew, man, that dude, he's electric. Chargers. I look for uh, Henry to have a big game, and uh, I'm just going to go with the rule of the uh, West Coast team starting at 10 a.m. I'm going to pencil them in for a, a loss against the spread until, until it bites me. So give me the Titans. AI, all computer, until reality hits, Brett. <laughs> Solo says the Chargers will cover on the road. The Titans just don't have it. 
Oh, okay. Nice. I like quick solo. All right, I'm up for... Oh, you you do the intro, Ant. I'm yes. Sorry. The next game. This could be an interesting one. The Ravens at the Bengals. Bengals are favored by three. Well, well, folks, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Because how good, really, did the Ravens play in a 25-9 victory over the Texans? Um... I don't know, you know? And how bad will the Bengals be after being absolutely terrible against the Browns last week? I don't know. It's kind of Bengals minus three. That's kind of surprising too, isn't it? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it's time for Joey B to wake the fuck up. I take the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those classic. Uh, the, the Cincinnati's got to play better, and Baltimore maybe not as good as their what tw- twenty-seven or seventeen-point win or whatever it was. Um, even though I like, I still like the Ravens to win that division. I'm going to go with the Bengals minus three here. Divisional game. Solo says the Bengals should bounce back, taking them to a win versus the Ravens, 24 to 20. Oh, he even put the score in on this one. Oh, damn. So, See, it's getting super hot in that kitchen, man. He's getting visions. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Bengals, we didn't talk about them before, but they basically did the same thing as the Vikings. Their preseason game was last week, and yeah. then now that their preseason game is done, Joe Burrow and company are going to blow the doors off. Bengals win this game easy. Next up. Oh, and I will be happy to say, Brett, this week you didn't get nailed with all the high high point spreads. I spread them out so everybody got some. So last week I think you had all four of the big point spread games to pick first. So, But this is your first one, and it's a big one. Raiders at the Bills, and the Bills are favored by eight and a half points. Mm. The Bills only scored 16 points last week. Yeah, that's a really big spread. Um, I have no idea how good the Raiders are. I mean, they are traveling to the East Coast. One o'clock start again. That's in there. There's a lot of those games this week for some reason. There is. Um, I I actually have Buffalo in my pick two pool this week. I like them to win straight up, but do I like them minus eight and a half? I do. Give me Bills minus eight and a half. Solo, and you know what I should say? Solo texted me half an hour before we went on the air with a change, and this was where his change was. The Bills should bounce back and win. Can the Raiders keep it close? If the line is over seven, I will take the Raiders plus the points. And the line is at eight and a half, so Solo takes the Raiders. Did it move, or was it always around eight? It was right around. I think it was at seven and a half, maybe, when I first looked it up yesterday. I think it went up a little bit more overnight. It's Mm -hmm. eight and a half as of, well, right before we started, I checked them, so I haven't refreshed, but I think that one has moved a little bit. Yeah, it's it's still at eight and a half. So, God, I don't, God, I don't, I still have (laughs) the memories of the Raiders burning me time after time after time last year. But, man, Josh Allen did not impress me. And Garoppolo looked pretty decent the little bit I saw. 
I think the Raiders. I'm God. My pick. Every pick is with Solo. God, I'm still every pick is. I'm still with Solo. I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders too because I think it's going to be closer than eight and a half. I don't know if the Bills will lose, but I I like the Raiders with the points here. Oh, this is a tough one. That's a lot of points. Eight and a half to to say that the Bills would defeat them by basically a touchdown and a field goal, right? Um, I mean, when you're at eight and a half, you're talking about that's a that's a good that's number a beat of down. points. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a that's that's pretty much a beatdown. And you're thinking the Bills are gonna give a beatdown. I, I don't it's early on in the um in the season. Um I don't know how good the Raiders defense is. I don't think they're that good. I think they made uh Russell and Bustle Man Muscle look good last week, <laughs> which I don't think he is, and I think the Broncos are not good. But eight and a half is a lot, so I'm taking the Raiders. That's just a lot. Like the Bill, I don't know. The Bills looked frazzled. Maybe it was just a Jets defense, or was it Joshy? Um, their defense looked pretty good. The Bills too, though. But uh, I mean, well, they were also playing against Zach. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, like, you know, yeah, I mean, Brees sliced and diced them quite a few times. That is true. But the, yeah, it's the points that killed that. Yeah, one. that's a, Man, that's a lot of points. I'm alone on a lot of these picks so far. <laughs> You could be a big winner, Brett. Big winner. Yeah, you, know, you can't win big unless you bet big, I guess. That's so. true. Uh, spend money to make money. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers going to Atlanta. The Packers are favored by two. Ooh. Stolo says, a lot of love at the Regal Beagle this week, but not Jordan love. Jack Ripper love, baby. Roper is buying around. Falcons do it again. Give me ATL. Not, wow. That was that, wow. Solo should tweet these. I know. Or X them or whatever the fuck. I'm always gonna I'm always gonna say Twitter. I can't say X. Sounds this pornographic. Ga- Man, this game is this game might start be- out as I thought it started out as Falcons minus one or something, and it's already moved that much. I believe so. I will I still have the page up. Yep, Packers are at minus two. According to DraftKings, as of about 30 seconds ago when I refreshed. Yeah, this, there was, when I, because I put them, I put the odds in last night just to kind of get started. And when I updated, I think I changed about half the games just in the last day. So Mm. they have definitely, a lot of the lines have moved. I think, man, I, I know the Packers looked good in that second half, but. They looked really shitty that first half, and they the did. Bears, I don't really know how good those Bears are. They're bad, man. I, I, I mean, I know I know Ritter's not exactly a primetime quarterback right now, but I like that running game, and I think I, the Falcons, I like the Falcons this year. I think the Falcons win this game. Um, Look, you know what? I'm sad. Aaron Rodgers got knocked out, so I want all you guys to be happy, so I'm picking the Falcons. <laughs> no, I actually think that the Jordan Love didn't. I don't know. A lot of people seem to think he looked good, and they were like, the heir apparent is there's like, no, he didn't. Aaron Jones won that game for them. I think he looked passable. He seemed to know what was happening, um, but he looked essentially like a rookie. 
And, you know, I think I think some of the stuff with the Packers, too, I think it's one of those teams that the NFL likes yes, it when the Packers do well. Totally. So yep. I think they tend to overrate. I mean, they, they did it. There was quite a few years when Rodgers, when, well, not the last few years of Rodgers, when it hasn't been as good, where they pumped Rodgers up a lot because I, I don't know if it's because of Rodgers. They like it when the Packers are good. So yeah. I get it. That's that's kind of how I think about this team sometimes. Brett, are you going to pick against your team again? I'll tell you what, fellas. I uh, I don't I don't like the Packers, but they did they did play a lot better than I expected them to play against the Bears. But it is the Bears. I don't really think a lot of the Bears either. I think Jordan Love is ahead of where Desmond Ritter is. Um, our our defense only sacked Bryce Young twice. That was a little disappointing. We kind of struggled with our pass rush, even against a rookie quarterback. So the defense actually gave up more yards than than we got uh, in the game. It was just the turnovers were were the difference in the game. So I'm not I'm not totally sold on the Falcons' defense or offense right now. Um, I'm not sold on the Packers either, but I'm going to have to go Packers minus two. Oh God, Brett! This this podcast is going to have to be called Brett versus the World. I know. Terrible. So you said they didn't they didn't uh, sack him very much. Was that because did they pressure him at all? Was it just because of the mobility, or did they just not even get pressure on him? They they didn't get a ton of pressure on him. No, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, well, historically the Falcons are the worst in the league at at pass rush at sacks. But and, and but this was the year that was supposed to be better, and you start off right off the bat against a quarterback playing his first game ever. And it just looked like more of the same. So, you know, it's still early in the season. I think the defense is going to be better. It's just they did they did give up more yards than they gained in the in the game. I mean, turnovers are always going to be a great equalizer. So, and maybe yeah, well, they're going to be sure. a good maybe they're going to be a good takeaway team. Uh, I would I would love that, um, but I'm not sure if I can rely on that. Okay. Well, let's go to the next game. And yeah, let's talk about these two shitty games next. This will be a real barn burner here. This pick about Indianapolis Colts are going to the Texans. Colts are favored by one and a half. I stupidly took the Texans last week against the Ravens, and the Ravens played like garbage and still blew them out. I'm not making that mistake again. I'm taking the Colts. All right, I just flipped an imaginary coin. We got two. We got Stroud versus Richardson here. I'm going with the Colts. I think Richardson is going to become one of those guys that I'm just always going to bet against. <laughs> oh, snap. I'm just I'm just going to like keep it a theme until he really starts to burn me and turns into to the rookie of the year that Axel predicted. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Texans plus one and a half. I put a bet on Who the on hell that did too. I do that with last year? So who was the Browns guy? Uh, Watson. Was, was no, it, before or, Watson came oh, back. Oh, no, it was a bit. Uh, I, I kept saying, if this guy starts, I'm never betting. Again. I don't remember who the hell it was anymore. But their backup was last year that started the first half. It starts with a B. What's his name? Brissett? Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it. it. Yeah. Jacoby. Oh, well, Jacoby Brett, I hate Mars. to inform you, but uh, you're on your own again. Because Solo says, Tony banged up. Will he play or will we see Minshew? Give me the Colts. 
Next up, Axel. Yes, the the other the other real barn burner. The last early game we have today. The Chicago Bears are going to Tampa. Bucks are favored by three. Okay. Well, this is what this is about time. I'm glad I get to finish out the early games because I like to look. We got Chiefs, Jags, Seahawks, Lions, Chargers, Titans. What is the best games of the early games? Um, I don't know, man. Chiefs, Jags, Ravens, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals. Yeah, those two. Um, actually, you know, I like. Besides, I'm not, I don't know. Even interested to see how Raiders play the Bills. I don't know. They're, I actually think the Packers Falcons games. could be a fun game. Yeah, that's what. There's a lot of these are some interesting games in Week Two. I like it, but uh, the Bears and the Bucks isn't one of them. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> Justin Fields fucking does something because I drafted him. He's my fantasy guy, and everyone's like, he's going to be so great. A hustler. Justin Fields. Now, now they don't want him to fucking run anymore. Um, <laughs> and you got uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, why is he in more commercials now? He's a starting quarterback again. I want to see more commercials. <laughs> I want to see him turning the lights on at the Bucks Stadium and calling for his girlfriend to get the to get more toilet paper. And I, I, I miss that shit. So leaving the lights on at Motel Six. Yeah, because of that, <laughs> and because I happen to like Baker Mayfield, and I'm rooting for that little motherfucker. Um, I'm going with the Bucks. Well, I'm going to go against my own instinct here because uh, I I'm picking the Bucks as my other team in my pick too, so I like them to win. Except maybe I don't. Maybe I'm second. I don't know. Maybe they win, but they don't cover because I'm going to go Bears plus three. Dolo says Baker and Bucks big win last week. Sorry, Ando. Bears aren't very good, but give me the Bears and the points. Why not? All right. Uh, it's getting hot in that kitchen. Solo's just <laughs> throwing them out. Yeah, I wa- for some um, sad, unfortunate reason, I watched both of these teams, almost all of their games last week, and the Bears, I thought, looked terrible. Yeah. And the Bucks looked not a little bit better than terrible. Their defense had some moments where they they made some plays, and Todd Mayfield Bowles. didn't make – what's that? Todd Bowles, he can still coach yeah. a defense. And, the, I mean, Mayfield didn't – I mean, maybe that was Mayfield's one good game of the year, but I think he's going to have two just because he's playing the Bears this week. I'm I'm going with the Bucks here. All right, uh, let's see. Brett, next up, the Giants, fresh off their forty to nothing ass kicking, are going out to Arizona. The Giants are somehow favored by five and a half in this game. <laughs> what? Um. I guess because they were a playoff team last year. I don't know. That's that's a little strange. Um, the Cardinals totally could have won that game. Uh, but I still like the Giants minus five and a half. Let's see here. Let me find my notes, son. <laughs> okay, Solo. Giants suck. Cards suck. Can Davy Jones bounce back? Give me whoever is getting the points. So All Solo right. is taking the cards. the cards. I just, 
I think I'm gonna God, I don't like taking this many points, but I'm gonna take the Giants. I think I think they're better. I think like I said before, Dallas looked so damn good. I think Dallas is just that much farther ahead. They made the Giants look way worse than they are, and I'm not a big Giants fan. And as Solo would say, when you have the best coach of all time playing for you, coaching for you, you're gonna win some games. So yep. I'll take the Giants. Yeah, I I think the Giants are a better team than they showed last week. They're not a great team, but they're better. And that was, again, divisional game, um, preseason, first game of the last game of the preseason. I think the cards are really bad. I think the Giants are going to win this one by more than five and a half points. Okay, next up. Oh, we got this was this was another hell of a matchup here. The Washington Commanders are going to go visit Denver. The Broncos are favored by three and a half. Solo says, Commanders at Broncos. Won't be watching this one. (laughs) Give me the points and Washington. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm lockstep with Solo on this one. I'm I'm not taking the Broncos and not taking Russ Wilson. I know Russ Wilson had a few moments, but... I didn't watch the second half of that game, but I heard the things I've read said he was not good in that second half. So I, I think his, his, I, he's the commanders are not great either, but I'm going to take the points because I don't I can't take the Broncos. I just can't do it. Yeah, I'm going with the commies. Um, I just think they're a better team and I don't like the Broncos. Screw you, Sean Payton. Exactly. Well, Sean Payton's not going to like that you said that so much that he's going to use it as motivation, and the Broncos are going to win this game by four points or more. Next up, I am going first, and this is – oh, and I forgot to get which number it is. Around the couch bowl, the New York Jets going to Big D. Cowboys are favored by nine and a oh, half. Wow. The biggest of the week. Oh, nine and a half. Yep. I just, I think the Cowboys are going to win, but I don't think they're going to outscore them by that much. They looked awesome last week, but that Jets defense is going to give, going to give Dak some problems. I think the Cowboys win, but I think they will not cover the spread. Give me the Jets. Well, folks, this would have been a fun game if Aaron Rodgers was playing. I'm just going to say that. Just put that on repeat. I'll take that little clip. That should be the name of the podcast from now on. Around that this is would be a fun game if Aaron Rodgers was playing couch. <laughs> um, but you know what? I think that game against the – I watched that game against the Giants. There was a lot of fluky shit. I'm not saying the Dallas defense is great. I don't have as much faith in the offense. I don't have any faith in Zach Wilson, but I think the Jets are going to fucking win this game because this is the reverse Jets curse, motherfuckers. They win every game this season now that Aaron Rodgers got knocked out. I'm taking my Jets. They're going to will this fucking win. That that month that uh, Zach spent with Aaron Rodgers, that was him coaching him up. Zach is now going to be a pro bowler, right? Oh, no. He's going to be terrible, but they're somehow going to win this game. Brees, <laughs> Garrett Wilson is going to throw the ball to himself. I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> going to happen, but they're going to win this Wilson fucking game. <laughs> I want Strevler back. 
I think you could probably get him. (laughs) Don't be surprised if he's not already in the building. Yeah. Well, the problem is it's going to take him longer than a week to get ready. And so with Zach Wilson leading the way, unfortunately, the Jets are going to be shut out in this game. But they're only going to give up nine points. So give me the Jets (laughs) plus nine and a half. Oh, man, he tricked me. Solo. Come on, solo. pick the Cowboys solo. Okay, I have to apologize to Solo because I didn't do the research because I didn't read the notes until we started, but I was supposed to look up the number of the Around the Couch Bowl because I don't know, but I will have that for next week. Around the Couch Bowl, Jets versus Cowboys. Tough Monday night for the Jets, but glad they got the win. Losing uh, losing of Rodgers after all the hype might be the most disappointing turn of events since Dan and Dave didn't qualify for the Olympics. Wow, that's a mm, deep cut. So that is a real deep fucking cut. That was back when he was in high school watching the Cowboys. <laughs> Think this will be close until Zach throws some late interceptions. Give me the boys. Interceptions, plural. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Ola. Okay, th- here comes another. Man, this one is... Uh... This will be a fun one to talk about, too. The 49ers, the other dominant team of last week, going to play the Rams. And the Niners are favored by seven and a half on the road. Axel, tell us what your thoughts are. Well, I'm trying to remember the name of these um, wide receivers now for the Rams because I want to try to pick them up on uh, a <laughs> fantasy that came out. One of out them is Tutu Atwell because his dad played wide receiver for the Gophers. I know that one. I can't remember what the other guy's name is. Paco or something? Yeah, Paco? Pa- yeah he did great. Paco. Yeah. Hey, listen. Fuck that. The Niners are going to destroy them, man. I-, I take the Niners. They're going to beat them by 17 and a half points. That's two straight road games to start the year for the Niners. Hmm. Has Matt Stafford gotten hurt yet, or is he still uh, the starter? He's still the starter, surprisingly. My man, Stetson Bennett, did not play the whole game like I predicted. (laughs) It was a shock. You really went out on the limb there. Well, he was actually out because he got injured. (laughs) I know. I know. That's why I said you went out on the limb. Oh, that was good. (sighs) I think this is going to be a home game for the Niners in L.A. Give me the Niners minus seven and a half. Solo, Niners, heavy favorites. Rams, big win, big win in Seattle. Cooper Cup ain't coming through that door. Niners will roll. Mm, yep. Yeah, the uh, the Niners took it to the Steelers, blew them out in Pittsburgh. They're going to, if they blew out the Steelers on the road, they're going to blow out the Rams too. 40, uh, this is an easy pick, 49ers. Wow. Next up, Brett, we've got Sunday Night Football. Dolphins going into Foxborough to play the Patriots. The Dolphins are favored by two and a half on the road. Wow. Two and a half. There's a lot of road teams favored here, actually. I didn't think about it, but there's a lot of them. Yeah, but that's kind of low. But that's the the respect at at New England, Belichick, divisional game. And they have a pretty damn good record against the Dolphins. I mean, granted, they have a good record against everybody, unfortunately. But anyway, sorry, Brett, go ahead. I don't have a whole lot to back this up, but my gut tells me the Patriots are going to win. Mm. 
Stolo says the Finns at the Pats. Dolphins are the better team. They should cover and will. Whoa, okay. Yeah, I, I like the Dolphins here too. They got too much firepower. They're they're gonna I think the Dolphins are gonna win. They're gonna easily gonna cover this game. I, I think the Pats are a solid team, but they don't have the firepower to keep up with the Dolphins. As long as Tua stays healthy, they win big. You know what, guys? There's only one thing that could make the Jets season get worse, and that's the fucking Patriots being good. And <laughs> they kind of played pretty good last week. And uh against the Eagles and the Dolphins are fucking they were they're crazy cuz they were kind of crazy last year too, right? They're up and down. Not a great defense, I th- I don't think. And uh it's Bill Belichick, Sunday night football. I'll take the Pats. Ooh. Sorry, Lachlan. But this is going to be fun. I can watch this game with Lachlan. Okay, next up, Solo will tell us. And there's two Monday night football games this week for some. Does anyone know what, what the reasoning behind that is? Oh, they've been doing in this for, two? this is like the third or fourth year in a row that they've been doing this. And I, I was listening to a scheduler last year. But it's usually in week one, though, isn't it? Well, it's usually it's usually a 7 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Eastern, like East Coast, West Coast, so they're not overlapping. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's usually like on the... And 8 o'clock Eastern. No, it's they did this last week. year, guys. It 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 I think in you're week right. Two? No, I think you're right, Andy. I think it was the first week last year. Cuz they I know they've done the two two games in the first week a couple times cuz the Vikings have been the late game a couple yeah. times. It was I think one year they played the Raiders in the late game or something, but And they overlapped it. Last year they yeah. overlapped it too. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I was listening to that schedule and they said that this is something they're playing with, but I don't know. Both well, there's these, two other there's two other weeks this year where there's two Monday night games. Oh, okay. Interesting. Including, yeah, next week there's two. And then, and then like halfway through the year or later in the year, I think there's another one. See, they're experimenting Hmm. with it. That's actually, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't like the overlapping shit because remember what happened last year is they were spoiling it the whole time. Right. So you couldn't tape one and watch the other. They kept on going back and forth. Like it was like, a Monday night of a party. I don't want that. I don't want to be spoiled. So don't tell me the score of the other game because maybe I'll watch actually, it later. I wouldn't yeah. mind it if they kept two Monday games, if they got rid of the Thursday night game, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I, there you I, go. I like the Thursday night game. I, I, I wish they played every goddamn night. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, Andy's just worried about the Eagles. So. <laughs> Vikings are usually horse yeah. shit on Thursday nights. So it's well, Hey, okay. Let's get uh, anyways. The first Monday night game: the Saints at the Panthers. Saints favor, also favored on the road by three and a half. Solo says another barn burner. This will this will be one of those weird Taysom Hill games. Solo's taking the Saints. I'm also taking the Saints. I'm pretty sure the Saints were my pick to win the division. I don't really like the Panthers at all. I don't think they're very good. They're going to take a long time for them to gel if they even do. I think the Saints win and cover this one pretty easy. Um, I was like, I forgot that Derek Carr was on the Saints. <laughs> I was like, where did Carr go? I was like, he's on the fucking Saints. And and they still got Jameis fucking backing him up, right? Um, yeah. Panthers. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. I don't know how interested I am going to be in watching this game, to be honest with you, but maybe I'll watch a little bit of it. I think I'm going to favor the Brown Steelers over these two games. How about you guys, if you had to watch one of them? Oh, yeah, definitely Brown Steelers. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah, I think that's why they have two Monday night games. Is they throw a shitty game up there so everybody can watch the good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad strategy. <laughs> hey, they know what they're doing, right? Like the NFL, I whenever they do something weird like this, I'm always a little less quick to judge because they get the stats, right? They're looking at everything. Mm-hmm. So this is maybe successful. Well, I'm going to be on Revis Island again on this one because the Panthers are winning this game outright. Oh, damn. <laughs> I like the Revis throw in there. Thank you, Brett. And last but not least, as you just mentioned, the Browns are going to Pittsburgh, and another road team is favored. Browns by two. And I am first. And you know what? I know the Steelers didn't look good, but much like the Giants, they were playing a powerhouse of a team last week. The 49ers are one of the best teams, so I think they're going to play better. Tomlin's going to get that team turned around. He's not one of the best coaches of all time for nothing. The I think – Steelers are going to win at home. They're going to bounce back, and their Steelers are going to win this game. All right. Well, the Browns' defense is pretty good, and we don't know what the fuck happened to the Bengals, though. It's not. It's such a weird game to judge. Deshaun Watson didn't look great. He had 154 yards. He still looks kind of shitty. Uh, but Nick Chubb, Elijah Moore, they were using him as like a running back, and uh, it was they were trying to do interesting things. But I just think, yeah, this, I I don't know. You know what I think? I I just think Mike Tomlin is too good of a head coach to lose the first two games here. And I think that, you know, Steelers, Browns, the Battle of Ohio or whatever they call it, even though the Steelers are in Pennsylvania. um, (laughs) I'm going to go and let's throw out a, a what's up to Grandpa James for his Browns. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, the Steelers here, though. Sorry, buddy. I'm going with the Steelers. They got to bounce back. Pick it to Pickens. Pick it to Pickens. Yeah, you know, the Steelers actually played all their starters in their final preseason game, and they still look like shit in week one. Yep. But I think they're <laughs> going to bounce back and uh, and take this one. So give me the Steelers. And finally, Solo, Browns versus Steelers, one of the most overrated rivalries. Browns looked good. Steelers looked bad. Week two has a tendency to be more like IA than AI. I'm taking the Steelers. <laughs> oh, okay. So we all took the Steelers. We all took the Bengals. That's, that's, oh, we all took the 49ers. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Some interesting games. So of those late games, gentlemen, Giants at Cards, Commies at Broncos, Jets at Cowboys, 49ers at Rams, what game would you watch of those four? If I'm picking one of those four, I'm picking Jets-Cowboys, even with the Rodgers injury. I still Mm -hmm. think that's the most interesting game here. Okay. How about you, Brett? Did we lose Brett? Wow, that's good timing, though. Got it to <laughs> well, got he's it. Muted. Got it. Oh, are you unmuted there, Brett? That's all right. I'm going to say Brett's going to say, 
you know what, guys? I'm going to do my Brent impersonation. You know what, guys? There he is. We can hear him. He's back. You back, Brett? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was muted. I was waiting for you to do impersonation. Oh, no, I can't really do it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I've been waiting for that the entire podcast, <laughs> Axel. You know what, guys? Yeah, I, I would be watching the Jets at Cowboys for okay. sure. Okay, well, that is the one I'll be watching. But I do think that's the best game. But these are some interesting games. You know, these the week like two, three, four, it gets kind of weird, right? You're not quite sure what team really is good. Is it because they played a bad team? You know, they're getting, mm-hmm. they're starting out. So we'll see what happens, folks. That was some great picks. Are you gentlemen have any college stuff? Or are we going to save that to when Solo gets back? I don't. All I can say is I had a lot of fun at the Gophers game the other night, and it yeah. was a nice, nice, nice win for the Gophers. And I, I didn't even look at the schedule, so I don't remember who they're playing. This oh, they're going to North Carolina. I think that oh, well, maybe two weeks, but they've got. A, I think that that's their next game is against North Carolina at North Carolina. So that will be tough. But yeah, I enjoyed going to the game. Anybody that if you're not a college football fan, if you have a chance to go to a big Division One football game, do it because they're a yeah. blast. Yeah. It is so different college versus NFL games. Uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest uh, game of the week was Texas at Alabama. And uh, Texas pretty much controlled that game. It was unusual to see Alabama look like that at home under Nick Saban. So that kind of shook up things. So you already got the SEC, you already have Alabama and LSU with a loss. Um, and it's nice to see Bama take one on the chin. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you still got Georgia two and zero, although they haven't played anybody. Um, who else? Who else is in the top ten here? Uh, you got Michigan two, Florida State three, Texas jumped from I think eleventh to fourth, and then Alabama dropped from. Uh, fourth to or third to tenth or something like that. So they kind of flip spots. Um, I think Coach Prime had another big win too, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Of course. And they smacked Nebraska them, around, didn't they? Yeah, Colorado is now up to 18th in the top 25 after starting the year obviously unranked, coming off a one and eleven year <laughs> last year. So Crazy. now he's uh, yeah, very impressive. Um, but you don't see that SEC dominance in the top 10 right now, which is kind of nice. Um, even though I am an SEC homer, just to the point where I think they've kind of they've validated their reputation over the last 10, 15 years. Um, but it's definitely nice to see some new blood there. You got you got Georgia 1, and then Alabama 10th, I think, is the second highest SEC team. And Tennessee is 11th at 2-0. and I don't think they've played anybody yet. Um, you got uh, the Big Ten. You got Michigan second. You got Ohio State sixth. Penn State seventh. So uh, those two conferences are still kind of dominating things. Florida State looks really good so far. They're third right now. They got three first place votes. Uh, USC looks pretty strong. They're fifth. You got Washington. Um, eighth, 
it's going to be interesting to see the how the Pac-12 does this year. Washington because, is at eighth. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, the Pac-12 is just a little awkward right now because yeah. we know they're going away after this year. So yeah. I, I'm just I'm never rooted for a team outside of Georgia so hard that that I'm rooting for Oregon State to win the Pac-12 this year because <laughs> they uh, they have been abandoned by every other team in that conference other than mm-hmm. Washington State, and they're a good team. They're right now they're 16th in the country according to the AP poll so they're they're a solid enough team to where they could maybe uh get get hot and maybe even win the conference that's what i'm rooting for at least um yeah that would be cool and i'm sure that i'm sure they want to stick it to everybody i mean why would they not after everybody abandoned them basically yeah i mean I, and that's a huge chip on their shoulder they can play with mhm so um I'm not sure if anything else kind of jumped out at me from the college football weekend. Yeah, okay. part of it, I spent most on Saturday, I spent most of the day traveling and getting to the game and then at the game. So I didn't really, I was kind of plugged out a little. Even though I was at the game, you're, you get so focused on the one game, it's hard to hard to know what else is going on unless, as with, with NFL coming right on the next day, I didn't have much time to soak in college this weekend. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I did, we did see that Coach Prime one again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was they, cool. And that's two That's two pretty decent wins for them. I mean, yeah. two Power 5 wins they already have out of conference. They haven't even started playing their Pac-12 slate yet. So they keep well, winning. They're going to build quite a resume. It's if they, we'll find out how good they are soon. They have, they're going to Oregon in two weeks. Actually, you could go to go visit. They're, they're playing at Oregon in two weeks. Oh, I'm sure that no one will be at that game. And uh, No, I, I'm probably not a ticket sold. And then, <laughs> then they have USC right after that. So they're we're going to find out real soon how good they are. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, that's our college football. Hey, I was just reading real quick here that um, Robert Sala said, I do want to make it very clear. Zach's our quarterback. We've got a lot of faith in Zach. This is Zach's team, and we're rolling with Zach, which means he'll be out by the next game. Thank I was going to say, does Jesus. anyone believe that? <laughs> rolling downhill. Let's see. I want to make it clear. He's our quarterback. We've got faith. It's his team. We're rolling with him. Five different ways of saying we have no faith in this fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 All right. Tim Boyle, here we come. Ladies I mean, and gentlemen, why, oh yeah. So I was going to say, why wouldn't Matt Ryan or Tom Brady or somebody come back to that team? It would, oh yeah, it's it'd be I, shocking if somebody doesn't come there. It's kind of built for it at this point, you know what I mean? But we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll be back next week again without Solo, but we will have, of course, Ando and AI slash BTK slash our main man Brett. Uh, I'll be back as well. Hopefully, I won't be crying. Maybe I'll be happy. Maybe I'll be sad. We don't know. It's an up and down, crazy world in this NFL, but we appreciate you listening. Head on over to DVRpodcast.com. Don't forget, you can become a patron and support this podcast at patreon.com slash DVR. Peace out, everybody. Welcome to East New York.